Have you ever felt the echo of mischances, the silence where the sound of celebration should ring out? That sting of lost opportunities is often due to a failure to truly connect, to resonate with potential clients, to communicate the true value you bring to the table with passion and precision. The truth? Ha! It's not the lack of service quality that hinders, but the absence of warm, compelling and persuasive communication. These really are game changers, the secret ingredients to turning maybes into definites. And that's where we come in at Teachable Moments. So if you're a lawyer, financial advisor, business consultant, accountant, trustee, director, sales leader, subject matter expert, or anyone else offering professional services, this podcast is tailored just for you. Time after time, opportunities are missed and businesses and careers stutter because of a lack of simple, teachable communication and negotiation skills. I'm David Sullivans. And I'm Matthew Dashby Hughes. Welcome to Teachable Moments. Coming up in this episode, we'll be talking about building your network to grow your business. David, it's fantastic to see you again. So what are we talking about today? I think we're talking about networking, the power of actually building a community around yourself uh, that that can help you with your business development and and maybe even with your personal development as well. So David, I mean, you're one of the most well-connected people I've I've had the pleasure of meeting in the last few years. Tell me... how do, how do you go about building a network? Do, do you even do that with intent or is it just something that happens organically? Um, no, what goes on? I, I, I don't do it with intent. Um, I intentionally talk to everyone. Um, you know, uh, a number of years ago, I, I looked at where all my clients came from and my connections. And basically they came from about five people from when I was a child. And, you know, someone introduced someone they moved away and then started a business. They knew someone, and it all—it kind of ran through that way. Um, I don't think I've ever. Obviously, I've been to networking events, but I don't think I've ever purposefully, or even purposefully, uh, actually built a network. I think the very first lesson you've given right there is talk to everyone, because, like you say, you know—you don't know what's going on in somebody's world. You don't know what stories they've got. You don't know what what who they're connected to and you know if you all you have to do is look at somebody's linkedin connections these days and i know that can be a little bit of a uh, it flatters to deceive somewhat because you know you might see somebody's connected to like 5000 10000 20000 people do they know all those people no not a chance but the chances are they 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 probably know at least a thousand of them to talk to and they probably know at least 250 of those really well. And they probably know maybe, I don't know, 50 of those well enough to uh, to be able to pick up the phone to them straight away and say, can you help me with? And they probably know, I don't know, 10, 15 of those really, really well. So the point where you could phone them up in the middle of the night and actually say, I'm in trouble. Can you come and get me? You know, and, that, and that's really the acid test for having a great connection, isn't it? So, uh, by the way, I don't worry, I, I, I won't ever do that to you. I, I, I don't go out these days. <laughs> yeah, but, but no one thinks they're going to have to do that. So we'll have to see. <laughs> I think a lot of it has been over the over the years when I was younger, I did. I, I worked in certainly in the hospitality area. I would connect with a lot of agents, for example. I was constant. I'd bring them up, come on in, have a drink. I would do an awful lot of that. In later years, it's more about creating a, a per, and this personal thing runs through pretty well everything I do, making the contacts I have got, the connections, um, as personal as possible. So that if they want to recommend someone, if they want to expand, they'll do it. We get people, you know, we've got a client we're working with at the moment. He just came through another client who I'd known for years, who I'd known his father before him. I've got... I, I, I've got to the age now where I'm second generation lawyer. 
you know. If I get to third generation, I'll kill myself, I think, because I'll be too old. Um, but, I, you know, if I get to the grandchildren, that's good. But I have got, I mean, funny enough, two of my largest hospitality clients came to their fathers, and they've just continued. And then they recommend someone else. And I think it's because when we started, um, we were trust, really trusted advisors. There was less speciality. So you were like general counsel. You became their guy. You became, well, David will deal with this. It might be outside my area, so I'll find someone. When you go to networking events or anything, talk about what you, what your network can do for a person rather than what just you personally can do. It's really important, certainly for a firm. I, I network the firm. When I go out, I talk to people. Here's what we can do. Oh, we've got someone just, oh, you'll love Bob. He's specialist at this. There's not a nicer man, you know, than Frank or Susan's exactly what you need. I talk in big speak rather than just me because I'm selling the story. You know, I, I, I've, I've gone on as I've got, I've gone on all these um, Google things about YouTube, about how to network, just almost out of interest. And I'm not that guy who can turn up a networking event and then talk to 15 people one after another. Just, I just, <laughs> I don't do that. I, do you I, know, I, 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 I wish I could, but I don't. Well, you know, but you're doing the same thing, but organically and you're doing it again. I think this goes back to something we've talked about in previous episodes is, is about that authenticity. You've got to be congruent with yourself and you've got to be true to yourself, haven't you? And, and actually, if you were to be there, you know, being that guy who, who walks around thinking, right, OK, I'm only on number 14. I need to talk to number 15, you know, because I, my target is I've yeah. got to talk to 15 new people. I, I mean, I, I have to be honest, for, for me, I like to go in and say at least beforehand i might say okay if i if i talk to 10 strangers today that's probably been a, a decent networking meeting but then Absolutely. having set that goal for myself Ooh. when i'm actually in there i forget about it i forget about it because otherwise i'm looking at the goal not at what i'm doing and well, you're human be, as well right exactly yeah. you've got to be present in the room you've got to be real you know and, and actually yeah. all you can do it, this is about building relationships and it's about yeah. a relationship is, is, I suppose, it's reciprocity of risk and reward. So basically, you know, there's a balance here. We have equal business stature. We have some level of equality here. And, and, and to that yeah. point, you've kind of got to, and I think you made this point beautifully, you've almost got to give before you can expect to get. And, Absolutely. And, and even if actually when you give, you, you give without any expectation of getting. I think that's really important as yeah. well. I have always, now I talk to people, I want to know what their story is. I kind of am interested in what they do because it, it, but people always say to me, Oh, uh, you're a lawyer, and I, I'm that's what I do, not necessarily what I am. You know, every I, I prefer to see it's, it may sound corny or cheesy, I prefer to see people in full. I want to know their story, and it might involve what business they're in. Once you have a personal connection, a personal chat with someone, then there's a trust element, then there's an intimacy, and there's a connection, and then, oh. That's interesting. And then you get on to what you might do. And then they might. Yeah. I remember 15 years ago, I got into a, a, a personal development program more than 15 years ago. Now, I got into a personal development program and I became quite senior in it. It was purely for personal development, nothing to do with business. Then one year I started calculating. I was doing my my where do my clients come from? And I realized 70 percent of that business that year came from people I've met on the program. And when I realized what it was, it was nothing to do with me being a great lawyer. I am, of course. <laughs> no, it was, they met me in a place 
where they trusted me. Yeah. And what do you want to do most but trust a lawyer? I have one, one of my oldest clients said to me once, I'm going to put this on my gravestone. He said, you're not the best lawyer in the world, but you're our lawyer. <laughs> and it was kind of, well, it was our guy. It was like, and I thought, I, was, I, didn't, I didn't know whether to be insulted or, or, or blessed, but I just chose to be blessed um, because well, I've been with them for many years. But it was kind of, that is so important. Yeah. So you can't establish trust like that. You can't in the networking. So what you can do is have a conversation with someone. It's not just, uh, what do you do? Which firm are you at? Oh, I do this. I do that. You know, I, I would always start off with a quip or a joke about the room or how embarrassing this is or, or something outside it. Um, I suppose, like everybody, I want to be a bit more interesting than the average guy. And I want to hear something about them that's not what they tell everybody. Can I can I unpack what you just said? I love that. I want Please to Please do, because it was completely No, it's great. I love it. You just said, I want to be more interesting than the average guy. And then you, in yeah. the same sentence, immediately said, so I want to hear more about them. And I love that because there's a great rule right there, which is in order to be interesting to them, be interested in them. I think that's beautiful. Oh, yeah. No, this isn't really work, but I we, we were on holiday... Uh, Few months, no, a year, a year and a quarter ago in Florida, and uh, there was a couple in a restaurant there, um, and I overheard them talking, and they were English, and um, there were very few English people on this on this uh, island in the Keys, and uh, I asked them where they came from. It turned out they came from a village half an hour from us, and I made some awful joke about how awful British Airways were to start with, and just and the guy's a British Airways pilot. Um, um, but he had a great sense of humour <clears throat> and that cracked it and and he made a joke back uh, it turned out they were very involved in the Ukrainian, helping Ukrainians oh. and long story short three months later we found ourselves with some Ukrainians with these people that um, we'd never met before and now we've become, the, the Ukrainians bless their hearts with us for a year and they've now moved on and they're very happy, in fact they were here a couple of days ago they're visiting us and the friends that we met on this island, the British Airways pilot and his wife or, or fiance, they're close friends, personal friends. And it just came out of that. Now, I use that as an example of it doesn't matter. Now, he would probably give me business if he had business to give me. Yeah. His wife certainly would, who had a large recruitment company. Yes. And it's really about that. It's not, a, I, I don't know how to go into a meeting, nor would I ever really to ask. I'm so-and-so, can you give me business? I think I told you, I think I said on that panel, I've never in my life asked a client to give me, refer me to someone else. Couldn't get the words out. What I have done, and this is for networking, my connections and my contacts, I agents and brokers and people who introduce, um, I always do. I always say, are you able to recommend? Yeah. I have, a, there's a guy, lovely guy, um, I met him when I first did a personal development training about 25 years ago, in the car, going there and going back. He never got involved in it, never did another thing. We got on. He became a client, started a large business. We acted for him. To this day, he's now uh, an agent and, and, and he recommends everyone he can to us. Uh, it, it's, it's not what can you give me? It really isn't. 
it'll come. A, a similar sort of story to you with your with uh, with with your holiday story. Uh, it's one of the many things that I do in an extracurricular uh, world. I, I do a, quite a lot of work with uh, with not for profits and and charities and so forth. And, and a few years ago, uh, a friend of mine who is in a brass band of all things said to me, uh, Matthew, I, I understand you're a musician. Would, would you ever be involved in anything like this? I said, I'm a guitar player. Last time I checked, that's not that's not a brass instrument. I, I mean, I, I know I'm not an expert. <laughs> yeah, but, that's quite. But, it's quite extensive that, yeah. Yeah, you know, I've tried blowing into it. It doesn't really work, right? Um, and so, and, and so, he, he says to me, "Yeah, but we're doing like an entertainment contest, and, and they, they they're doing a song, which we reckon we'll win if we do something a bit different. So, if we had like a guitar solo in the middle, I went." Yeah, I'm up for that. Let's do it. So we did it. And then from that, they said, well, you're in business. You do all these different things. We're, we're a registered charity, but we don't really have anybody to chair our committee. Would you be prepared to volunteer some of your time to support? And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course I will. Flattered to be asked, to be honest. But anyway, yeah. I, I ended up going to a load of, and don't judge me, a load of brass band concerts, which are actually quite cool, by the way. Uh, well, I love the film Brassed Off. There so you go. Well, it, love, yeah. There you go. Yeah. You, well, there you go. You love that culture. You love, you love this. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and one day I was at one of these contests and I, and I realized there's a load of these guys who, and, and, and ladies who, who I, I only know them for being, you know, in, musicians. I, I hadn't talked to them about the rest of their lives, which is really uncharacteristic for me. So I started talking to uh, the band Sergeant, uh, who's now, you know, rechristened the band manager because it's a bit more modern. And he um, uh, and said, so what do you actually do when you're not doing this, when you've not got a brass, a brass instrument in your, in your hand, what do you do? And he said, I'm the sales director for this chemicals company. Oh, that's interesting. Tell me a bit more about that. <laughs> we got into that. Uh, anyway, within a week, he was a client. And, and it literally just comes from a simple wow. question like, so what do you actually do when you're not doing this? Uh, just the most human basic thing that you would ask. It's just the perfect being, question. Right? It is. It's really hard, I think, as a young person to walk into a networking room, particularly if you're a sales or something, and you've been told to go and talk to people. It's very, very hard. I, I I don't even consciously build one, but we build our network off of existing your best your best networking, your existing clients and your existing uh, connections. No question. We actually get recommended as a another firm of lawyers who recommend a lot of work to one of my colleagues. Um, she just gets on with the guy there, and 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 they they have lots of conflicts, and they give all of our, all of their work to us out of nowhere. We didn't ask them for it, just because had a funny chat on the phone. So you could build networks, there's sort of some, you could build networks lots of different ways. There's the cold network, okay? You walk into a networking room or a networking function, you could do that. You could do it by, um, build it by working on the people you already know. Um, you've got to be very careful about family and people like that, trying to get them, to, because I, 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 I couldn't do that. But I never had that rule. I know a lot of people had the rule, you can't uh, have friends as clients or family as clients. Why not? I loved them. I, I, I like to think I had family I had family as, as, as clients and I made friends of my clients. Um, and, and they, you know, pretty well all my fr- clients, they might not consider me their friends, but I consider most of them my friends. And it kind of breaks my heart a little bit if we lose one, which happens very rarely. And we're hanging on to one at the moment where, something went wrong and but I'm walking the road with him and I I'm we, we have a, a way through and that's I think in another few weeks and we'll be there so it, 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 I would rather I would rather be emotional about it I know a lot of people don't a lot of people work a different way 
I think that's how you build connection. I, I prefer that way. I'm, I'm a, an emotional person. I prefer to build it that way. But I don't think about it. Build, building networks to me is it's a, it's an expression I read here all my life. I don't think I've ever done it. I think I just know a few people and they know a few people and, yeah. you know. Uh, you're absolutely right. It, it is. It is somewhat organic. I, I think if if we're going to look at this and and hopefully give some people some teachable moments about how to do it and, and to maybe learn from the things that you've done, maybe learn from a couple of things that I've done uh, and that we've done right or done wrong. Um, certainly, whenever I've done it badly, it's because I've gone in with um, a level of self serving nature it's it's been about you know what can i get out of this rather than how can i add to this community um and, and i think that whenever i've whenever i've got it right and and luckily touch wood over the years I've, you know as, as the hair's got grayer and the wrinkles have got deeper I've, I've got it a little bit more right than i've got it wrong it's been more about going into this with that community spirit of that genuinely what can i add here because the more i try to add weirdly the more my life seems to get richer it's very strange i think that comes um, that wisdom does take years to come. I certainly didn't have that when I was younger. I went into every situation with how could I maximise this? What could I get out of it? And it worked to an extent. There was a period in my early years where I'd networked myself very strongly into the Swedish business community in London. And um, I just networked and I, and I knew people and they recommended people. And it was very until the Swedish market crashed abysmally and everybody lost all their money and I lost 70%. 70% seems to be my figure. I get 70% of clients in one year from so So I lose 70%. seems to be the figure. And I lost within one week 70% of my clients and business uh, in, in a horrific, uh, when the Swedish property market crashed and all the banks pulled out their money here, they'd lend. It was a, that was, it was a great, there was a period of time in the late 80s and in the 90s, where the Sweden were allowed to invest abroad and they all invest in the UK. At one point, 25% of the um, commercial property market in London was Swedish wow. for a small period. And I just happened to be there. And I would go to the and Swedes were introduced me to other Swedes. And that's a, a kind of rare position. You became the guy. So you kind of passed around. Well, by God, I was happy to be passed around. So put yourself in a position where you could do that. But that, I think, is more luck than judgment. Mm. But if you get, I think for networking, and there are a number of lawyers at our firm, if you are within a community naturally, don't, don't resist it. There are lawyers within our Indian communities who work that within other communities, Greek communities, um, within certain types of communities. I happen to be, although I'm not within the Swedish community, work it because yeah. you become very trusted. And I think that's right. And to be trusted, you have to be trustworthy. And 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 when you're when you're in that kind of networking environment, uh, to the point you made at the, at the start, really, you build those relationships so that you become their lawyer. That that sort of personal relationship transcends so much because especially especially with a lot of professional services we, we talk a lot about um the legal services and, and and being a lawyer but whether you're an accountant financial advisor a mentor a coach a business consultant a, a non-executive it doesn't really matter that the, the, the thing is the same that what you're doing is you're building a trusted advisor relationship so selling uh, much as that word's a little crude something that is intangible and is based on a level of trust and that level of trust is 
I'm, I'm employing you not because I know what you do, but actually because I don't know what you do. I just know the impact and the horrendous impact on my life if I don't, if I don't have you. So it really does come back to people don't actually employ a lawyer because they have a legal problem. They employ a lawyer because they have a personal or business problem to which the law may be the whole or part of the solution. And so, you know, absolutely. It's a nice you, way of putting it. Yeah, it's, it's really it's really a case of if you don't know them well, you don't understand the full ecosystem of, of their lives. Therefore, you don't understand why they're even employing you. So it's really important that you're actually embedded in that and you actually have that proper personal connection. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think getting back to being a general counsel to clients as much as you can do will help you get help you network their network. If you're seen as too specific, you know, when you you go back to what I said earlier in in this um, uh, this session, network your firm, network the bigger. okay, and then talk about the smaller. Yeah, it goes back to pitching, networking. Yeah, uh, we've got this. We've got. Uh, you love. You love this guy. You're like. You know. I talk in a very personal way. You know. Um, we've got a great probate lawyer at our firm, and I was asked for a probate lawyer by a close friend, and I recommended him. He's a lovely man, and uh, I gave him to this guy who's a very close friend of mine, and he helped him when his mother died and everything. And the guy ran me up. He goes, "That guy you recommended. What a lovely guy." He goes. I mean, you and I are best friends and you're a lovely guy, but he's really a lovely guy. I thought, <laughs> I was, okay. <laughs> I was quite happy for you to like him and work with him, but, you know, you can take it too far, you know? Um, really? So it was kind of, but it, but it, but he came to me because I'm the guy who knows the people as opposed to being a specific corporate lawyer in this area. We live in a world of speciality. The brain doesn't do speciality the same way. When you meet a nice person, you don't think she's a lovely woman. Oh, she's working in pensions. You think she's a lovely woman. The brain doesn't do that stuff. You know, we live in a world where speciality after speciality, you like that person, you trust that person. Maybe that person can help you, even if it's slightly outside. I think it's important to remember the brain doesn't doesn't compartmentalize in the same way that we like to in professional services. I think that's a really really valid point. We are not our role, you know. We, we're we're a human being, and, and you have to bring. Uh, I think Cheryl Cheryl Sandberg says it in uh, in Lean In. She says, "Bring your whole self to work," and I think that's really powerful. You know, I think you know, if you're going to have that authenticity of connection, then then you have to be real, and and the, the, your whole self has to be involved. And your whole history. When you walk into a networking room with say there's fifty people in there, there's fifty lives in there. Yeah. 50 people have got bring all their years of experience into that room. And that's fantastic. I mean, the chances, I'm a, I'm a great lover of, of statistical uncertainty. The chances of you ever actually being in that room are almost impossible. But you're there. And when you speak to someone, your history is speaking to that person's history. And there's stuff, there's commonalities in there. You can find that. Just go a bit lower. Just go a bit deeper. It really is. is. And, and you've, you, you've like used Like I found this. you're a Doctor Who fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You went yeah. really deep. Yeah, you straight did. away. Yeah. Deep cuts. Yeah. Like within, within the first 10 seconds of, uh, of being in the green room on this podcast, we discovered we were both, we were both childhood nerds. So, uh, yes. Thank you. I, I don't know if I should thank you for outing me there as, as a total nerd, but, you know, I, I'll, I'll take it. Call, what are we called? We're Whovians, aren't we? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Uvians, uh, uh, that's one word. Uh, sad, another word. Uh, <laughs> <which> is- <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, lovers of the big picture, I think. There you go. Yeah. Lovers of the big picture. There you go. I, I'll take. I'll take that one. I'll take that one. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, absolutely. So, excellent, D- David. As always, this is this has been really insightful and great fun. I, I just uh, I'm conscious of time again. Believe it or not, we are we are running towards the end of our uh, our, our allotted time. Uh, it's, it's incredible how fast these things go, isn't it? Um, so I, I just just to draw it together with maybe a few kind of takeaways. We always try to give at least three actionable insights that people can take away from this. As always, well, as usual, we, we've managed to over deliver slightly. So so here's the things that I've written down. Uh, we've got the first one is when you if you're seeking to build a network, then do so with a level of authenticity and seek to give before you seek to get. I think that's a, that's a really critical first one. Yeah. The, the, the second one is speak to everyone. Speak to everyone and stay curious. What is their story? And, and a beautiful phrase that you've used a few times, David, is, is what's the story beneath their story? Go digging. I, I really like that. Um, and, and then a third one that you, you said there was your best network is your existing clients. Uh, so that is yeah. that is I think a really fabulous place to start for anybody. And I think if I was going to build with a fourth one on on what we've talked about, it's really when you're when you're looking at that network, when you're looking at any kind of network, think in terms of of, of nodes. Uh, and I don't want to get all nerdy, but if you imagine like if you're if you're going to a shopping centre or a shopping mall, you always see the anchor tenant. You see the John Lewis or the Selfridges, the stuff that drives a lot of footfall and yeah. brings brings other people, brings other retailers to 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 that uh, that shopping centre. Think about yourself as being an anchor tenant. How do you bring lots of other footfall by being the person who's connected to all these other retailers and all these other customers? I thought that was an absolutely fantastic discussion. That's Hopefully, great. lots of actionable <laughs> insights there. And thank you, David. Yeah. As and always, one more thing on that. Go just on, one on. last thing. And I know this is like classic. Do prepare. Do prepare. You don't have to use it. Do prepare three or four basic elevator pitches. Do have something in your back pocket. So someone actually goes, well, what do you do? Have something in your back pocket. Yeah, very much so. Really good idea and great advice. Fantastic. David, as always, this has been hugely insightful. We're out of time again. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you so much. Great stuff. Thank Thank you you for unpacking me. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you for being unpacked. I'll see you soon. Thanks a lot. We want to hear from you too, so hit the like button, leave us an honest review, and please share with friends, colleagues, and anyone you think would benefit. Yes, and make sure you take action and benefit from these teachable moments. Don't forget to be here next time. We'll have more tips and tools that you won't want to miss. So subscribe now and stay informed. And we'll see you next time on Teachable Moments. Mm-hmm.